Hello and welcome to Let's Hug It Out. This is a podcast about mental health, a sort of therapy session without having to leave the house. Here, I hope to encourage people to talk about their struggles and to seek help. If you are a person with depression or anything similar, I urge you to reach out to your loved ones and talk about your feelings. We all want to make sense of our issues, and I hope to do that through this podcast. Today, I sat down with my friend JT, and we discussed our anxious feelings. Okay, so JT, thanks for coming on the show. Of course. How are you feeling today? How have you been lately? I'm feeling all right. You know, just got back from a much-needed vacation. Mm-hmm. Feeling good. I'm ready to get back into it. And all then, right. And then leave in four days again. Oh, yeah? Good night's sleep last night? No. No? I yeah. got I got too adjusted to the uh, silence of Indiana. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't sleep very well last night either, actually. I don't know why I get like that sometimes. We're sitting down here today to talk about our mental health. We are. Just quick, uh, quick list off, like, what's, what do you deal with? I have a pretty, you know, I'm not going to say super severe, but noticeable, like, anxiety problems. Mm-hmm. I worry and overthink many things. Uh, for example, I constantly worry that I did something wrong. Just the idle mind is the devil's workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just sit there and think, did I, did I piss that person off? Did I screw something up? Like it just, that's one thing that I've been dealing with a lot these last couple of years. Now, is that something you deal with, like, people you know, your friends, like, interactions you have? Or is it just, like, just in general, like, you see somebody on the street and they, like, give you, like, a weird look? Do you think about that, too? No. I, (laughs) it might sound strange, but I don't really care about people until I know them, you Mm -hmm. know? That's fair. I think that's, you know. I think that's kind of reasonable. Right. But, like, the people, like, my friends, um people that I associate with, I obviously care what they think. Mm -hmm. Because I'm I'm a pretty polarizing individual. Either either like me or you don't. There's not really, oh, he's okay. Mm -hmm. It's just the way I am. Constant worrying that I screwed up somehow. Okay. Like make like a, is it like you make a joke or something and it doesn't go over well or something like that? Yeah, was that offensive? Was that in poor taste? Things like that. How does it affect you? Like, you know, could you, like, describe, like, are you, you know, just, is it just thinking? Are you, you know, shaking with anxiety? Are you sweating? Anything like that? I don't really know how to describe it. I just have this sort of feeling about me. I'm not shaking, not sweating, but I just feel almost tense in a way. Okay. And it puts me in a really bad mood. And I close up, and I'm, like, snappy. Mm-hmm. I, I just think about it constantly. Okay. Do you have any, like, other, anything else that, like, makes you anxious? Is there anything that will, like, trigger your anxiety? It's when I'm alone, and I'm not doing anything. My mind starts to wander. Mm-hmm. And it's times like that where it gets bad. Yeah. I'm just kind of my own worst enemy when it comes to it, I suppose. No, I definitely I definitely understand what you mean when you say that because if I spend too much time alone, I just get, you know, far too much in my own head, right? Yeah, absolutely. I th- like my big problem, something that I've been dealing with for like the past, well, since my freshman year, so this would be 2 years ago now. Um 
it's anxiety. It's like a feeling of inadequacy. It's a feeling. You know, I'm going to college. I'm doing you know these creative projects, but I feel like it's not enough because I'm surrounded by people that are like significantly better than me. Like I'll concede, like my my ability to um, you know do what it, do what it is that I do. It's not at like a level that at a level playing field with my peers. And that gives me a strong feeling of, of anxiety, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get a job because I'm not doing good in school. And it, this makes me, like, internalize it and makes me think that I'm a very just, like, lazy person. It makes me think that I'm, la I'm a lazy person, that I don't have, like, the work ethic, that, like, there's something missing, like, within me that I can't, like, feasibly achieve that when I know that's, when, you know, when the rational side of me comes back. Like, that's not something that is real. That's a... That's a falsely held belief. And for about a period of like six months, I was getting like almost regular like panic attacks because of this. Like even they would come on like in class and I would have to like excuse myself for like, you know, 10, 15 minutes and just like freak out and then like go back to class and like finish my work. So that was something I would have to deal with. The panic attacks are lesser now because I've been able to like surround myself with like my friends, people that think like, you know, what I'm doing, it has some value. What I'm doing is good. And they, they see me as a, you know, fun person to be around and like, oh, I like this kid. And if I don't have that, if I don't, if I go a while not seeing them, then I just like, it's, you know, that dark cloud over me. It's, it's the sad boy hour again. And, you know, it's having a real rough time. I'm the same way. I, uh, especially lately, because I'm in kind of a a shifting point, sort of. I'm changing my major, mm -hmm. um, audio production, to self-designed major of radio with a strong emphasis on the production side of things. Mm -hmm. And when I was in ADP, I just constantly thought, I don't know if I, if this is the right thing for me, you know? It's like they're talking about, oh, you spend like 60 hours a week in the studio. It's like, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I have other priorities. Like uh, the people that I care about, it's like I need to spend time with them. I can't just live in the studio. Mm -hmm. It's not me like, oh, I don't want to work. It's There's other priorities in my life as well. Mm -hmm. um, and also, like the there's some people in there who are recording, you know, like music their own music and all that and it's like i i can't do that mm -hmm. I, i'm not at that level yet and right. that, that inadequacy feeling uh gets to me as well and i feel like that um those feelings of inadequacy that's like another like hurdle to get over right yes everybody's trying to do their own thing and but you know people with anxiety they have that own that extra weight to pull of that feeling of like oh shit i'm not good enough like why am i even doing this if i'm not good enough right yes so what do you do to like get over these feelings like do you talk to anybody do you take medication like what do you do i don't really take any medication <laughs> i guess trying to go at this alone almost i haven't really talked to any therapists mm -hmm. haven't i'm not on any medication when these things happen i'll talk to either my mother or my girlfriend we just talk about it and they know I deal with these things. I mean, so far, it's worked out fine. It might not be the most healthy way, but right. I don't know. It's just what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. It's good that you have that, those people that you can talk to. Like, especially, like, with your family. 
a lot of for a lot of like people, especially our age, like our family are the people that are like like financially that we are financially dependent upon. And if you're going to be go seeing a therapist, you have to go to your parents and say like, hey, I have anxiety, I have depression or whatever. And I feel like that's just another barrier to receiving help because some people don't have that structure in their lives from their parents yeah. in order to do that. And I don't necessarily have that. If I ever wanted to like come forth like to my parents, like I could, but it would be a definite like there would always be something that I feel like could be not necessarily a point of like ridicule, like from like my father, but just like it seems it almost feel like he wouldn't immediately like believe me. As awful as that is to say. I mean he's a good man, but I don't know how seriously he would take it. I think it definitely has to do with um the generations, honestly, because mm-hmm. our generation seems to be the first generation that's really acknowledging these things. It's like anxiety oh, and depression. It's been around since the beginning of time, mm-hmm. but it's just now that people are really acknowledging it and giving it the attention that it needs. And there's, right. there's a bit of a taboo surrounding, you know, depression and mental illness that kind of turn people away. Like, a lot of parents because mm-hmm. it's, it was a different time and right. it's it's really an unfortunate circumstance because there's so many kids that just need that helping hand and they just they don't really have many people to turn to in their lives right it's a definitely like they a lot of the older especially the older generation have like that butch up kid attitude right yeah because my dad he like he was he was super poor like he grew up on a farm and he just, he worked his ass off at a grocery store to get enough money for college. And then, you know, here I come, you know, getting it all paid for me and daddy's money. Like, there's that sense of, like, entitlement, right? Yeah. Like, because I have that, it seems like that the general idea is that, like, I shouldn't necessarily feel depressed because I've, you know, had such a great life that I haven't had anything to deal with. But that's, that's just not true. It can affect anybody. Yeah, I mean... I've been very blessed, very fortunate to have been raised in a well-off family. And there is there is almost almost a guilt sort of. Yeah. It's like sometimes that's a good it's like it. there's there's a weight on my back. Like there's so much expected of me. Mhm. Sometimes that gets to me too. It's like there's so much riding on me. It's like I I feel like I required to do just the absolute best I can no matter what mm-hmm. when sometimes I just can't you know right no it's hard it's like when you get into that state it's like it's almost impossible to like you know right so it's, it's really hard to break out of it especially yeah. when when you're having those feelings like you know that's I I get it like my things my anxious feeling my depressive feelings I get that like in my free time like when I should be doing work but that like prevents me from doing it yeah. so it's like the snake eating its own tail right yeah so, that's a hard thing to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. Is there any stigmas that you think are out there about it? Or there... Absolutely. <clears throat> There's a lot of stigma around mental illness, that word in general. Mm-hmm. People equate it to being a negative thing, like there's something wrong with a person. It's like, oh, stay away from that person, they're mentally ill, things like that. Right. Um, and due to that mentality many people refuse to acknowledge um mental illness in themselves and others Mm -hmm. and that's a really 
that's a really unhealthy thing that we as a society need to work through. Right. Okay. Well, thanks for talking to me. Of course. Thanks for being on the show. Of course. We want you again. Well, happy to have you. I would be honored. Thank you very much.